Well, hello, Courtney, and welcome to the Unpacking Depression podcast. So nice to to meet you. And um, I'm curious um, what appealed to you about wanting to, you know, when you saw the the poster for this, kind of what drew you to wanting to to have this type of conversation? Um, I think because over the last most recent years, um, my mental health journey has really taken a different turn and it had gotten to the point where I couldn't manage it on my own. And then I had reached out and gotten help and I've been very successful with the help. And I know a lot of people struggle with it for years before they get the help or notice that something is really wrong. Mm. Um, and so that was me, but now that I've gotten the help, I, I feel so much better. And like, I, I, it's like night and day. I don't know how I lived before this. And so I wanted to share that with people in order to like inspire them so that they, they seek help and they, and they realize that like, Hey, maybe this isn't normal everyday stresses. And like, I should go and like be a set that type of thing, because I could be living a better life where I am happier. And like, I do have motivation, like all these other things. Right. So that's definitely what had spoken to me. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. Um, anything else you want to kind of, um, say about yourself as kind of just an introduction to yeah. or anything, anything like that, just before we kind of dive in some more. Yeah, I can give you a good introduction. So, um, yeah, I'm Courtney. I, uh, I'm 25. I'm a single woman. I uh, have education. I'm, I've just graduated from university. Good job. Uh, great family. Like my family is amazing. I have two beautiful doggies. <laughs> um, my health is very good. I, I have and I've always been very health focused. Like I've played sports my whole life. Um, I competed in bodybuilding at a very young age at 17 years old. And I, I don't compete anymore now that I'm 25, but I still actively like work out and I'm very like fine tuned with my nutrition. So that's a little background on me. So you can get mm. to the kind of person I am, that kind of thing. Yeah. Awesome. And, and yeah, I'd say another thing is I've had, I've struggled with depression. I've definitely had depression ever since a young age, like very young, like for as long as I can remember, I want to say, a date that really, or like a time that really threw me back where I had realized I, that this wasn't normal and that like what I had wasn't just a normal, like everyday stresses, like you're sad kind of thing because of this, because of something certain was even all the way back to like grade four, which is crazy to think about, but mm. uh, I knew then. And it was something that I had lived with for a really, really long time and just kind of found coping mechanisms that I could manage with it. And it got to the point where I couldn't anymore at a certain age. And yeah, everything took a turn then. So it's kind of like this nebulous feeling, like you can't pin it to like, okay, there was this event and then there was this re reaction. It was just sort of like always there in a sense. Yes, it was always there, always there, like from a young, young age. And like, I, yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, that's what's interesting because, um, I know like the perception around depression and um, just kind of what, what people assume when they, when they don't understand it um, look outside looking in is they think that it's triggered by some type of trauma, which it can be um, or, or that they're sad because of something that happened to life, something they experienced that type of thing. But there's also cases like mine where they like seemingly outside looking in and even inside 
in here. Like me, I have a great life. And I tried to evaluate a lot of times, like, why am I feeling this way? I have everything I could possibly need. Like, I am so blessed. I have a great relationship with my family, my friends, like, I have good health, like we do not hurt for the basic life's necessities. Like, why am I feeling this way? And I just kept like beating myself up about it and trying to pinpoint it. And like, so that's kind of, I think how my case really differs from other people's is that it's just always been there. Hmm. Interesting. So at what point were you able to identify it as like, label it as depression or identify Um, yourself as having a struggle with depression? Definitely, and we're going to get a little deep here, but definitely just uh, like suicidal thoughts all the time, Mm -hmm. like even from a very like young age and like no, no reason to pinpoint them to and no, like no concern of where I would get that idea from even, you know what I mean? Like I didn't play violent video games. Like I didn't watch like violent TV or, or like not violent TV, but like where any any type of like tv where they'd show that right like where they'd show anyone like being suicidal I didn't or like any video game where they'd show people like dying and stuff like I so but I always had those thoughts and those feelings and like just always being like everything was so like black and white like if it wasn't a good day it was a horrible horrible day and like you know what I mean I just Hmm. it's hard it's it's really hard to explain but I I would say like the suicidal thoughts like constantly all the time even when I was a kid and being like well this isn't normal like none of my other friends feel this way nobody else is talking like this or feeling like this or staying up late at night thinking like this like it's me and I and I don't know why right Mm -hmm. were there things like kind of looking back was there things that weren't weren't working for you like even though there's like maybe a judgment about like, Oh, well you have all these things going in your life. Like you shouldn't be upset, but like, was there things that you can identify that like somehow just didn't like you didn't fit in or didn't, you know, there was something that was just like that didn't work or. No, that's, that's what I think is so strange. Like, or about like me and my, and my journey, I want to say like Hmm. case call it um is that I like I have a really good life like I I have friends I easily make friends I I um I don't know I like I'm I'm good at school I learn well I perform well in sports like anything like that I I I had always been pretty good with my grades like um besides math but I think that's a lot of people right <laughs> I don't had a lot of like good times growing up like great family like I didn't grow up in a in a home where my family where my parents weren't like not together like right and then even with my sibling like my one brother like we we grew up really well together like I was always surrounded by like love and and lots of um like good things like you know like and like everything like I was, was spoiled right I had great toys like good meals like house warm house like just everything that I could like want but I was still feeling this way and it wasn't because I was an outcast in school or I didn't feel at home or something bad happened to me as a child or something traumatic it was just this constant like feeling and that's why to me I want to be like I feel like it's a chemical imbalance in my brain like I really feel that way strong so but yeah that is interesting because often often the um the stories of, of individuals who, you know, have different kind of like 
challenges that are maybe like a lot like more severe than the Mm -hmm. normal or you know ordinary typical range of kind of human emotions and that sort of thing um yeah usually the kind of traumas can be kind of overt where you start to listen it's like okay wow there's you know some really obvious things there but that is interesting um that there can be such a wide range of of experiences where um yeah, like one person could be in this life and kind of cope with it that way. And another person could be in, you know, another life and have a kind of a more, have higher sensitivity or whatever the case may be, right? Where they're, for whatever reason. And and I think, and I do think there is some, some merit to trying to figure out, figure it out. And also, and also, you know, we don't necessarily have to figure things out if if you are able to, like you said, you got support and you've kind of, have you, like, would you say you've kind of like, you have some ways of dealing with things, like you have a toolkit or? Yeah, I, I think they're amazing and they help a lot of people. And yeah, like it's, it like, it's great to talk about. Like I, I, could, I definitely have had so many. So the thing with my like depression is like, I, I knew I had it from a young age. Um and I would have like, like it would, it would manifest in ways where I would like snap on people. Like I had like a bad temper, right? So sports really helped me with, with that and just being very emotional, right? Like I would, something would happen as a kid, like something stupid would happen. Like I'd get in trouble for something that it was bad that I did. And I would like be bawling in my closet about it. Like just making a huge deal about something that wasn't a big deal at all. Like I literally just got told like no or something like that. And so I, I had realized like I wasn't experiencing like normal reactions to things like like I would be like instantly mad and upset about something that wasn't like that was just so simple that someone else would just like brush off their shoulder even as a kid and so I was like yeah that's like it doesn't seem normal and I was starting to look at other people and assess in that regard and being like why am I so angry all the time so something that helped me with that was being in sports that really helped um because you get to channel that anger and stuff and like and like physical exercise is great. And so I, that had always helped me keep cool and in a sense, like distracted in some ways, like, right. Like it's like, if you're always going, 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 and you're always busy doing something, focusing on this next goal, how you're going to accomplish it, breaking everything down into steps. You don't have time to think about like how like you feel empty inside and how you feel like sad and like worthless in a lot of senses right like if you're always trying to accomplish something and do something and whatever so that is kind of like how I felt and that was um the types of like coping mechanisms that I used to get through most of my years and so I played lots of sports I did bodybuilding I did nutrition like strict diet like that type of thing like um at a young age at 17 because I had struggled with this all through um, like my younger years and stuff like that. So these were my coping mechanisms and, um, they worked really well. Like I, you know, like they, they did work well, but I did notice like, still there was those like things that like, you know, sometimes I, they work good, but those bad days when they were bad and they came around, like when I had time to think about it, it still was bugging me. So I was like, okay, this isn't fixing the problem. It's, it's helping, but it doesn't fix it. Like, I don't know how to make it so like it's manageable yes these coping mechanisms are manageable I have good friends I talk to them about it 
I talk to them about how I'm feeling. I talk to them about my feeling. They reassure me that they love me and that I'm important and all these other things. Right. And I, I know I'm accomplishing things. I'm, I'm doing well in bodybuilding competitions. I'm working out. I'm getting told you look amazing. You're doing a great job. Like, right. That constant, like, uh, what do I want to say there? What's the word? <laughs> like, like, a, like, a, like validation and that kind of thing. Yeah. That, which is, yeah. And so that was like, definitely something that I used for a long, long time until I couldn't anymore. And I want to say, sorry, if I'm talking too much, by the way, I hope I'm on That's the, the whole track. point of this. <laughs> so yeah, it's journey so yeah it, it had worked really well for me for a lot of years um I had gotten into a relationship it lasted four years I kind of fell off the track of being um so so in tune with my like like fitness and that kind of thing but I I focused on other on other ventures that I could and like uh, goals and that type of thing like goal orientated that's like how I operate and stuff so I focus on other goals like and then I started going to school so that was a big thing that continued with the validation and a coping mechanism in that sense um obviously like the stress of university brought up like my um and not always performing so high brought up my depression again and made it worse for a time period um, I started taking a medication. I said, I went to a doctor and I started taking medication after suicide attempt. And so, um, that was short lived because I started taking medication and they just kind of prescribed it to me, um, to help me. Cause they knew I was really struggling and this medication didn't really work for me. Like it, it was called Trintilix. And so I think it was like 25 milligrams, but I started taking it it helped in the way that I didn't feel so awful that I couldn't get out of bed every day and that I didn't want think like suicidal thoughts, like all the time, like constantly while I was in university. So it was good, right? Like it was manageable in that sense, but I wasn't happy ever either. There was no good days, but there was no bad days. Mm. It was just like level, like monotone. And I was like, just well, I don't took out all the emotion, like just kind of all- numbed you. Took it all up. So um, that didn't work for me. I ended up getting off of that. And then sometimes things in your life are also causing you to be more depressed. So uh, in regards to the relationship I was in, it was kind of at its end. And so I had garnered up the strength over a year or two to end it. And uh, I had lived far away, like I lived up north at that time. So I had ended up moving home where I found some grounding with my family, better supports, that kind of thing. So that had helped. I got back into fitness and I lost weight, which had helped. And I got, and I was, I was doing like fitness and meal tracking and that kind of thing. So that was really good for me. Like it, it really helped my depression and then COVID hit (laughs) Uh, and COVID hit. And I feel like worse. Oh yeah. And I think, yeah, because well, the gyms were closed, right? (sighs) Okay. Yeah. And all stuck at home. So it made it really hard to stay on a meal plan and, and to stick to that right and stick to the like and when I'm talking like fitness people we make sure we get eight hours of sleep we drink four liters of water a day we track our fiber our protein our carbohydrates our like everything that you can think of to a T like because I took a lot of nutrition courses so I found out what worked for me what made me feel good like what kind of foods made me feel good like bloating that kind of thing like I worked with a nutritionist for like six years to like figure out 
what worked for my body, like personally, because I was like, yeah, if I can just get my nutrition right, if I can just get my drinking water and eating healthy and I'll, I won't have depression anymore. I'll be happy. I'll be healthy. I'm not going to feel this way anymore. Right. Like that's in my mind what I had believed because mm-hmm. I, you on social media, you hear that from doctors, you hear that from a lot of people, right? These are the things you need to do and you won't feel that way. If you're not doing these things, you're not giving yourself a fighting chance. So I like, I worked hard, right? Like I was determined. And then when COVID hit, um, my coping mechanisms were kind of taken away from me. Um, and then in the last, it was also during the last year of university that I was in co- that COVID had happened. And mm-hmm. so very stressful at that time, like just a lot, a lot of stress. And I had only ever had depression, but then I started noticing that I was getting anxiety. And the way my anxiety manifested was like, I couldn't sleep at night. I was having nightmares. I would shake. I um, would get so stressed. Like I would get so anxious that I would bite my nails down to there was like nothing left. And I would pick out like my eyebrow hairs and like my hair was like falling out. Like it was like just all these like little anxious tendencies uh, picking at my skin, that type of thing. And I was like, Hey, and that was the real kicker for me to be like, I need to I need to figure this out or it's going to like kill me essentially. Right. Like I, I really had that like revelation. I was like, it's it, I'm, I've been putting it down. I've been suppressing it. I've been managing it. I've been like, you know what I mean? I've been using these coping mechanisms, but it will continue to get worse until I actually address my mental health, not just my physical health, Mm. like address it. And I had that revelation more recently, like only about a year ago after like the last like suicide attempt and then like just realizing like holy shit like it's not just sorry to swear but it's it's fine there's anxiety there it's clearly I have anxiety and depression and like I I don't know what else I'm gonna develop if I keep suppressing it and I don't deal with it so what did you end up doing so I took it really seriously this time. Uh, I went and seen some different therapists. Not everyone I liked. Not everyone was a fit for me. You know, it's it's really like, it's like dating. I know it sounds weird, but it really is like, and you can't be discouraged. Like you are not going to like every therapist. They are not going to come across with every um, approach that works for you you have it's trial and error and it's like that with medication too it's trial and error and it sucks but if you have a will to like live and if you want to get better and if you have support to get better like it's worth it and I'm that's why I'm sharing my story because it was it was freaking hell trying to do that trial and error like it was it was hell it was Sometimes I felt like it was worse than just struggling by myself. But now that I have found a solution that works for me and like that I feel the way I do now, it was all worth it. And that's why I want to share my story because I want people to not give up on themselves and to keep doing the trial and error until they find something that works for them because there is something out there that will work for you. And you don't have to live like that every day. You don't have to, like I, like it's emotional because like I, I wish I would have, um, I wish I would have done this years ago because I could have been so much happier and like so much like and not like farther ahead. I don't want to say that because it's it's your life. It's your journey and you're wiser because of it. But I just think like I could have been so much happier. I could have been so much less stressed about every little thing. Mm -hmm. I could have been so many moments 
more than I did because I was so like depressed and anxious and like just had all of these things like weighing my mind down and I wish I would have done it sooner right and that's why I want to share it with other people because I'm so glad I've done it now and yeah like, so how many therapists did you visit that didn't you didn't like until you found someone that was that was a good fit honestly like probably like five like probably five of them I'd say um that I visited until I found one that worked for me and and doctors too doctors is another thing of it because if you don't have like a good doctor um that is going that's like committed to helping you you are not like it's not going to be successful right and you need to have a good doctor and so I went through like oh god I went through like seven doctors I want to say and five therapists until I found one that worked for me there and don't be alarmed I want to say to people if therapy isn't your route like for some people, and I do think it's like if you have traumas and you have things that have triggered your depression or, or made it worse, that type of thing, like things you need to sort through, um, like deep emotional pain, that kind of thing. I think therapy is very good. If you have um, processing errors, like if you if you use like if you overgeneralize your life and you have and you speak to yourself poorly and you talk to yourself poorly on a regular basis, I think that therapists can be really good because they can teach you why you're doing that, what it's called, how to veer away from that, what to replace it with, that kind of thing. But I didn't find that therapy helped me in the way that I think about myself in the way that I um yeah, like just in some in the way I think about myself, right? I think therapy is aimed at that and helping unpack things. And since I didn't have anything that triggered my depression, I didn't see therapy as beneficial. Um, it was nice to have someone to talk to and to let it out, but it wasn't something that I needed to do continuously for a long period of time. That's me. Everyone's different. So I needed, I needed to go to someone to let it out and to share what I was going through in my story and things, but I didn't, I didn't need to continue with it because I, I knew what, Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I knew what I needed to do, I guess, in that sense, right? And I had the supports I needed. So, um, so when you found this therapist who did work, like how how was it that they helped you or was it a particular um, process or modality or something like that that you really resonated um, with? She was so, she was so nice. Like she was, uh, and she was very validating, which is something I needed. And I, she asked me, what do you need? Like, what do you need from a therapist? Like, what is the type of therapist that you need? Like, how do you operate? Like what, like which ways, because there's different types of therapy, right? There's like, and I, and I did my research, like, mm -hmm. I did my research. Like I know my types of like, I'm educated. I'm smart. Like I know my things, like I'm dedicated person. So I did my research and I knew different types of therapies. I knew there was CBT. I knew there was like, uh, the reactive light therapy, like all these different things. And so I was like, I need someone like, I need goal oriented therapy. Cause that's how I work. I know that about myself. I need to like set goals and with you and then figure them out kind of thing. Like that's how I operate better and whatnot. And so I had made that clear to her. She was like, yep, I can do that. Let's do that. And she did this thing and I don't know why, but it stuck with me and it made me feel so, so heard and, and so good. And like, um, I had told her just a little bit about me and she's like, I think you're amazing. I think like validated me in those senses. She's like, I think you're going to go so far. She's like, I'm going to help you 
go so far. Like, um, you don't have to carry this alone type of thing. And she made, she actually recommended that I watch this movie and it was, a um, it was strange cause it's, it was like a kid's movie, but it was a kid's movie with a really good meaning. It's called soul. If you've never seen it, I'd recommend it. It's a very like touching film about this guy who dies like out of nowhere. And, and it's like a kid's movie. He's about to perform on like Broadway or whatever for like trumpeting or something. And he dies just before he does. And it goes through and, and your life, when you die, you go and you become a soul. And uh, all of these souls are like together and stuff like that. And then one escapes through and they talk about like all, they talk about like life and just, it's, it's really interesting. It's, it's, I don't know how to explain it. I would just recommend you watch it. And that really stuck with me. And I just knew that she was the right therapist for me and that she got me. And yeah, that's, that's how. <laughs> mm, that, <laughs> that sounds really cool. I, I can't believe yeah. I heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. And she recommended books to me too. Like, it's just like, she knew the type of person I was as well. Like she had recommended, like I had opened up to her about a, a relationship I was in at the time um which was like troubling me and she had recommended this book because I was like oh you're so no like why why people do that and she's like well there's this really great book and she's like it's it's by like a psychologist and she's like and it's called why does he do that and she's like and it's this lady who interviews a bunch of different um women and like narcissistic men and stuff and she's like essentially at the end of the book Courtney she's like they realized that they don't need to know why like and she's like and that's like the whole point of it and I was like huh and and I I actually read it very good very enlightening really put me at peace with a lot of things in life so she was a great therapist in that regard because she knew that I like to learn and she would recommend me the things that I need to like learn to feel peace right and like and just to feel better yeah so the book no, was no. about women who dated narcissists? Yeah. And women who, and men who, it was all like narcissistic men, men who hit women, um, like men who swear at women, like all sorts of things like that. Abusive relationships is just like, essentially it's all these women being like, why does he do it though? Like if he's like, why does he do it? Right. And just being curious of why they do these like bad things or they treat them certain ways or whatever. And it's essentially this, this therapist analyzes the women's answers and then she analyzes all these men's answers. And it's like, and she comes to like some sort of like answer to it. And it's, it's very, it's very good. <laughs> I can't tell you. It's that's, really good. Like you better interesting. really interesting. So she was a great therapist. And then um, in combination with that, I went back to my doctor and I was like, okay. And, and my therapist did determine, like she did, she did, um, she did uh assess me and she did tell me like you you do have depression like she uh diagnosed me and that type of thing like we did assessment she diagnosed me and she's like but and after she did her evaluation so she's like I do think that medication would benefit you she's like I don't think it's something in your life that you are lacking that is causing you to be depressed and that kind of thing she's like I think that medication would benefit you since it has gone back so far she's like I think you should try it and we will continue to like look back and see how it works so I did go to my doctor and she ended up putting me on Zoloft which is like Cetraline uh she put me on 25 milligrams way too strong at first <laughs> way too strong my I reacted like horribly to it um 
couldn't sleep. I was clenching my jaw, my eye, like my um, pupils were like dilated all the time. I felt wired. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It was every side effect that I looked up I had and it was horrible. And I was like, and my doctor told me, she said, this is not like for the faint hearted. And she's like, but if you can stick it out for two weeks, she's like, it will be like you, it'll be like mind blowing. She's like, cause think about it. She's like, it's putting different chemicals in your brain. If your chemicals are like already all messed up or whatever kind of thing. She's like, it's going to take a while to balance them out. Right. And she told me that. And I, I honestly, I honestly couldn't do it for a week. I, I stopped taking them after that first week. And I was like, no, because the side effects were too bad. Then I went back to her a few months later after I was struggling again. And I was like, okay, hey, like, I got to see this through. Like I gotta, I gotta try. It's not working. Right. Like I can't, I can't do it without this. Like I, I need to try. I went and, and honestly, I knew it would work too, because aside from the side effects, I felt really good. And I felt more like myself and more collected and right-minded than I had ever felt before. But the side effects were awful, but I knew that it would work. I just knew that maybe the dose was not right because it was the first antidepressant that I felt good on. And I felt like myself on um, just the side effects were horrible. And so I went back to her. She ended up putting me back to 15 and we did a couple, like a month or two at 15. And then we bumped it up to 25 again. And then over the course of a year, I'm now at a hundred and it's really good for me. And I know it sounds like crazy, but like everyone's body's different and metabolizes things differently as well. And so for me, I would metabolize and it would, it wouldn't work as good after a while. Like I would just notice like slowly slipping back into like depressive habits, like not putting sheets on my bed, not showering, like not sleeping, like, you know what I mean? So I was like, I went back to her. I, I trusted the process. And then, um, I actually went to her and she had recommended, like, I went to her, like, how I want to say it was like a month ago now. And I was like, Hey, like something just still doesn't feel right. Like, I don't know what it is. Like I have, like, I don't even know how to explain it to her, but essentially what she ended up doing was she ended up providing me with another uh, medication to take at the same time, which is called Wellbutrin. And they alter two different chemicals in your brain. So the one I'd have to look it up because I'm not super sciencey, but I know, I know what they do, but they, they hit two different ones. So one controls dopamine, I think it is. And then the other controls, um, serotonin. Mm -hmm. And so now that I have been on that, um, on both of them, I like feel like amazing. Like I have the motivation to like do the things I want to do. I actually look forward to doing them. Like I can just the, the things that I couldn't do before. Like I could put sheets on my bed after I wash them. Like before I couldn't do that. Like, and I know it seems like such a stupid, like little task, but I was just like, I don't have the energy to do it. Yeah. So what were the symptoms that you were experiencing? Because it kind of sounds like, like you're saying, like you, you work out and you're goal oriented. Like there's a lot of kind of like, you seem like a person who has a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, and a lot of like sort of drive and um yeah pursuit that sort of thing um so when you would fall into was it like a like an episode or something or was it just like Almost. a long time like you would this would happen over um quite some just like or? it would get bad again like you know it was like you, you'd be on I'd be on a good week 
and then it would get bad for like a week and then sometimes longer it would be bad for right so there was there was some highs there were some good highs like some quick highs and then like the lows were low and they were long lasting so I was like hey like you know it's this is not yeah and so the the highs would be like oh yeah like I did this and I accomplished it and I feel good or whatever for a few a few days maybe a week like you know I have a good week my week was full of things it was awesome and then when life would slow down I wasn't so busy I was more in like the putting your head on like grinding stage and stuff I would like I'd notice like little things like okay I'm not showering like I don't have the um will to shower I would change the sheets on my bed I or like put them in the wash sorry after not doing it for a month and then I wouldn't put them back in the bed and I would sleep on the bed with no sheets on it for maybe a month because I just didn't have the will to put them on. And I was like, Hey, that's not good. Wouldn't want to brush my teeth. Sounds so stupid, but I just didn't have the energy to do it, have the energy to do other things. But then that's like where, like, you know, just the basic like things for like your life and stuff. Like I would notice, I just like, wasn't doing them. So and then sometimes it'd be like not eating or sleeping way too much like I would sleep all the time cancel plans sleep sleep through them sleep all the time like you know not walking my dogs which is like something I love to do but I just didn't want to do it like you know I just wanted to lay in my bed and lay here and so like would really- you like so like let's say it's like the evening time which would be like a routine time to brush teeth or something like that would you like notice like you'd be like aware of this fact like I should brush my teeth but then you'd kind of like have this internal battle of like oh but I don't Mm -hmm. want to or would you just like not even think about it and then just notice like oh whoa I didn't brush my teeth no it would be like an internal battle honestly it was like it was like oh like I need to do that but I just can't bring myself to do it okay Okay. yeah aware of this feeling of like I I should do this thing or I want to do this thing yeah it's but like just hit a wall like you just couldn't bring yourself to just like go do it no. kind of thing oh no, literally couldn't bring myself to do it no matter how much I wanted to mm. yeah and just like yeah and just like basic things and that's how I knew like my depression was like getting bad again and like I just knew that I was going to be going into like the downward spiral and I was like and then when you get into that downward spiral and it just gets worse like the basic things that you should be doing you're not doing you can't do them as silly as you can't and that would even extend into like not eating right or like not eating like not drinking enough water not getting enough sleep not walking the dogs not doing laundry like basic things like that just not doing them like just I I can't I don't have the energy to do them right and then it would be and then that would progress into like feeling upset with myself sad with myself that I that I'm not doing them why can't I just do these basic things why am I so useless like you know like that and then and then beating myself up and then beating myself up to the point where I'm like why am I even here why like I can't like why what's the point of it and anything that I do what's the point of life if I feel like this like if I you know like is there even a point in anything like and I would just go into these downward spirals and then it's like that's when suicidal attempts would happen and 
yeah and so yeah there's lots of dark dark times like it's not it was never it was never all happy and that's what I think is um hard when I tell my family and friends is like they were like well we never would have known because you do all these things and like you accomplish all these things and like you have such a good life and like like we just never knew you were going through that right and it's like well some people can hide yeah well it sounds like all of that pressure just kind of like like that downward spiral is a good a good metaphor because because then it's like yeah the pressure it compacts it right makes it worse and then it's like and then you start to get down on yourself and create more pressure and then it's like you really Mm -hmm. have to you know push up against something yeah yeah it's a lot Mm -hmm. yeah and for me like medication has really helped me I find like I uh I just notice like I have it's funny too because like before I um got on this medication I I like would notice I would get snappy with things like if if things weren't my way like almost like a little bit of OCD tendency like if things weren't my way like example like I would track all my food that's something that like kept me distracted kept me um like uh as a coping mechanism kind of thing and if if someone would (laughs) if someone would eat something in the house that I had planned on eating and was like oh my I would freak out at them Mm -hmm. or something or someone threw something away that I was gonna eat that wasn't like I would I would be like do that and I would like flip out right and it was like like I don't know how to explain but it's just kind of that's your that's a side effect of like being depressed and like having depression it's like that's how it acts out Mm -hmm. and I don't do that ever anymore and I used to not like this is sad but I used to not be able to have a conversation with my mom because she would irritate me because she'd repeat things or I felt like the things she was talking about were not worth my time to listen to like it would be like oh this video on Facebook or this thing at work or blah 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 and I'd be like hey mom like I don't care about it like I can't like stop and I couldn't sit bare to like have a conversation with her about basic things now I do those things all the time and I actually enjoy doing those things with her and I don't get mad and I don't get snappy. And like, so I, that's why I know like that the medication has really worked for me and that it's changed like how, how like it's changed like those depressive like tendencies, right. And how they manifest. And like now with the anxiety as well, before I would get so anxious, like so anxious about like, um writing a test right it didn't matter this is the crazy part I will all I would always get like 80s 90s on those tests because I studied hard like because I was so anxious I studied so hard until I like couldn't sleep write things down a million times cue cards everything and I would freak out and cry but the night before exams and be like I'm gonna fail I'm gonna fail I'm gonna fail I'd come out every time with a 90 every time, 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 and time again you'd think I'd learn after time and time again that I didn't need to stress myself that bad that I knew my things never learned took like that happened all through university for like five years every every test like so stressful on me so bad for me and then now that I'm on medication and stuff and like I can go and write a test I can have a lot of things on my plate and I don't like break down I'm like I can handle them in a calm manner I'm like like I don't stress before I write a test now Hmm. even stress in the studying phase I'm like I'm like I know my shit like I just have this like 
I just have this calmness about me and like I feel like my brain can like operate in like ways that are normal like you know like I don't feel so everywhere so all over the map Mm -hmm. so high and low so like just like crazy in a sense like you know like I honestly before I was like I feel like I was crazy like I was just always having all these like emotions that were just so high and so like out of the ordinary compared to other people right just so high frequency and like now it's like I'm like I feel so much better like I can I can do things in a calm manner like you know I just feel like I've really evened out as a person if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah so um back to when you were like for example like when you were having these like kind of crashes where you just couldn't have like you just couldn't Mm -hmm. put the sheets on the bed or whatever um so like what what were you kind of inclined to do during those periods like would you literally just like sit there or would you like watch tv or kind of like what what was your like instinct to do during those um I my instinct was I wanted to understand is it working oh sorry I don't know what happened there um (laughs) my instinct was I wanted to understand why I was having that or why I was feeling that way and like it sounds weird but I wanted to know I wasn't like the only one And I thought by like reading other people's like stories about their depression and like that kind of thing that it would um, like it would comfort me in some way or whatever. And so I would like go on my phone and read about like depressed people and read like and like honestly, sometimes you just dig yourself into a hole and I would read like really sad shit and like stuff like people's stories that were like really sad about their depression and like suicide and stuff. And like, honestly, Sometimes I like a lot of the times I found myself like down the rabbit hole on Reddit, like reading like suicide notes that people had left and like tried to tell myself like, like, and, and reading those thinking, like putting myself in those shoes and being like, don't do it because your family would find you and they would be so heartbroken. Right. Just trying to like give myself a will to live, like a motivation to live in a sense. Like that's what I would find myself doing and being like, don't do it because like when you are in those depressive styles like nothing matters and you don't think about other people that it would affect you just don't want to be in pain anymore you just don't want to be feeling so hopeless and sad and like worthless anymore you just want it to stop but you don't think about all the things you would be leaving behind or all the opportunities you would never get to have or experiences you would never get to have so I would read people's suicide notes and like put myself in those shoes or like write them myself like write suicide notes myself and then sometimes those would help me not like try because it would just like make me realize like I can't do this to them right and sometimes it's nice or it's good to live for someone even if it isn't yourself like I found I love I lived for my dogs for a long long time you know like <laughs> just because I was like they need me like I can't mm-hmm. leave them yeah yeah <laughs> that's what I found myself doing <laughs> wow so yeah like just something to kind of yeah Keep like when you you're looking through for your dog or something like they're they're just like tying you to like just to keep life going, get over that bridge yeah 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 it's like I'm like what would he do without me he would like you know, I was like, he would come like to my room every day mm-hmm. and like, he would never stop. Like he wouldn't understand like where I went. Like, yeah, I'm not supposed to die before him. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. So it it was helpful for you to read these other stories. Like it felt like somebody else like shared had the shared experience and yeah. Like, did you feel seen in a way? Like yeah, I felt seen, and I just like I guess it like motivated me just to like not not do that right because it was like reading like a lot of those stories were reading from people like who were left behind right like like the people who were left behind and how it how it tore them up and like how it affected their life and I read this quote and this quote has always stuck with me it says when you like when you kill yourself or like if you commit suicide you are not just like you're it's not it doesn't die you're just spreading it out to more people mm-hmm. like the pain that that you pain, have. yeah it doesn't it doesn't leave with you you just give it to other people instead because you give it to everyone that cared about you that knew you that affected you and that's that's literally what happens right so it's like that stuck with me and that motivated me to like to stay and just to like you know to fight like to to know that I don't have to live like this forever and to just like try anything I could right and like that's why I tried like nutrition and like fitness and like goals and doing all the things they say you're supposed to do that won't make you depressed anymore and then like and that's why I like never gave up and I was like I need to keep trying things because like I don't want to live this way and like I I I gotta hope that I won't forever right like other people are living good and I watch them living good all the time. And I just had to hope that if I worked hard enough, if I looked far enough, if I dug far enough, I would find that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a long process. God, it's been since like fourth grade, I'm 25 now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I finally just found to the point where I'm not like for like a whole year, like I haven't really had like, I haven't been in like one of those spells really like that bad and so like this is the most like stable and the best I've ever been and so I like I just want to say to people like don't give up you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well thanks for having the the bravery to share all of that I know it's um not something people really necessarily want others to know about them but I think it's um you know, it reduces stigma to, to just be real about these things that you've experienced and yeah. hopefully it'll encourage others to, you know, not, not hide away and, you know, yeah. keep things and just to yeah. open up to others, you know, like ever since I started sharing with people, like what I've gone through, like mm. it's, it's made me closer to other people which I think really helps like you is like like and helps people like who are depressed like I feel like a lot of people that have depression feel a disconnect from others and so opening up about how I like how I felt has allowed other people to disclose to me the troubles that they've gone through whether it be with depression anxiety ADHD like any other type of mental health issue and just to realize like how common it is and that someone understands and like they know what that's like and like to hear what they use for coping mechanisms and what's worked for them and it just really like it inspires you to like find what works for you and to know that other people are out there they have the same problems and they're trying and you can try too and you can try something they have or you can try this person or you can go to this therapist that they had and like there are options like it's never a dead-end street and like if 
it's not working for you at least you have someone to talk to that gets it and that you know what I mean like it's yeah well kind of like what you said kind of in your head you were thinking like oh well other people are happy and, and so many people do that right like they project yeah. on like oh everybody else has their lives figured out and yeah but how many times have people probably projected that same thing onto you, right? Like, oh, look at this person, you know, she's gone through university, she works out, she you know, she looks great, she just must have it all together, and she's so bubbly, yeah. and you know, like, they probably look at you and think like, well, you've never had a, a struggle or something, right? Yeah, literally. And when that nobody talks the about these things, and they all kind of try to create the image, and social media is like that too, right? Like, exactly. everybody, let's post a picture of how, like, great everything is out there in the world and how like perfect our lives are and it's just that's the kind of image that people portray right yeah so I think it's important to do things like this and like like to talk about it you know I think it's bullshit that we don't get therapy paid for like <laughs> that it's not a human right like that it's not covered under healthcare. like getting like if you broke your arm like I think it's bullshit because like so many people deal with mental health like most of the criminals that we know and stuff like they are driven by mental health issues and it needs to be talked about it needs to be addressed it needs to be known how prevalent it is in our society and the effects that it has on the way people behave and and everything and I just like that's what I mean we need to break down that image that everyone's like perfect on social media we need to know that other people are like us we're human we all struggle. It should be taken the same as if you break an arm. It should like, you're sick, you're mentally sick. Like if I had like any type of men, like any type of like physical illness, people would like, they would feel bad. They'd be more understanding. But if you have a mental illness, like there's still that stigma. Like people don't understand it. Right. And you know what I say to people? Cause I've had people be like, Oh, what do you have to be depressed about? And this and that. Cause I've had that. I had that when I've opened up but it, I, it doesn't prevent me from continuing to open up because I know more often people are affected by it than not. But when people were like, oh, what, why do you like, how, how do you even feel that way? And I don't understand. And I don't understand how anyone would want to kill themselves. And I said, thank God you fucking don't. Mm. I hope you never have to know. Mm. I hope to God you never have to know what that feels like. I wish so many people wish. I'm glad you don't know. Totally literally I tell that to people when they ask that <laughs> like thank fuck you don't know I'm glad you don't it's a good response it's like Seriously. Um, yeah the 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 ignorance that you have is like yes like my dream hold on to that <laughs> enjoy it <laughs> realistically happy. though it's probably only a matter of time until you know you get kind of hit with something right it's people. literally <laughs> so funny well, that feels like a you know good note to to wrap up on so um, yeah, I agree. yeah thanks very much for sharing all that and I don't know if you saw that um I was I organized and curated a a, a mental health art show at the Leduc Arts Foundry which is happening yeah I did yeah, yeah we were oh, you know what's Andrea and I were talking about um, doing like about getting a group of us together and doing art to like 
submit to the show or whatever um for like at like lunch hour or something like that like we had like this whole thing planned in our head but then we got our seasonal job and we've been so busy and the campgrounds are over. and oh. so we've just gotten so busy and it literally ran away from us but we had like all these plans we were like oh, we're gonna get pizza we're gonna do it lunch hour we're gonna bring like all these people and we're just gonna paint and we had like all these ideas for the type oh, of cool. people yeah, like we were going to do silhouette people and then have words like within the silhouettes of like emotions we felt and like things we felt and like it was going to be really cool, but we have been busy in person. That, <laughs> that sounds really cool. Yeah, time, but we thought that was amazing and like I, yeah, I definitely want to go. Yeah, I hope you get a chance to to check it out. Um, yeah, I would love to. Time, but yeah, it was really nice to get to know you a little bit better and and meet you and hear your story. It's just always a privilege to be able to listen to to people bearing their their hearts and souls. So um, I really appreciate that. And um, yeah, so if you're okay with posting this, um, yeah, I can definitely um, I'll probably hold on to it till I finish the project in its entirety. Now I can kind of keep you posted and I'll get yeah, to absolutely, I would love that something for you to to sign for permission that sort of thing but for sure but yeah no thanks thanks for for making this happen tonight and it was it was good to to connect and hear your story and I'm sure it'll help other people who like kind of like it, your process right like it's sometimes you need to know that there are other people who have similar experiences so that you don't feel like you're just suffering totally alone yeah seriously yeah well thank you so much I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you about it and like I know it's a lot to like hear about someone that you like just met but I I really appreciate it it was mm -hmm. very nice to speak with you about it and have that opportunity so thank yeah, you thank you I don't I'm not good at like small talk and that sort of thing I just love to dive into the deep end <laughs> and have real talk so I, yeah. I I don't find it um difficult or anything to kind of hold space for these types of conversations I I find it an honor and a privilege so thank yeah, you that's awesome. Well, thank you. I hope you take care. Yeah, keep me posted. Yeah, you too. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>